high school adventures and projects we did and offensive things that we may have created. We never do that. I'm trying to think of other animations I did. Let me think. Um, Underwater firefighting was amazing. I don't even remember that one. So, uh, John Waltz, he keeps popping up in this conversation. Mm -hmm. uh, but he, he was... So, so we're talking about, like, I wasn't here for this, but they were in a class, and they're trying to figure out what you wanted to be when you grew up or something like that, or when you, you know, graduated. And uh, John Waltz said, uh, I want to be an underwater firefighter. Mm -hmm. And everyone just died because mm -hmm. it, it, it's, it's, a, it's an oxymoron. Mm -hmm. and now, obviously, it's actually a real thing. He wasn't being dumb. It's, it's, it's a real thing that exists out there. But everyone just thought, you know, took it as him just being an, an, a complete idiot, mm -hmm. and, which I can understand. It was, it was super funny, even context. And so I made this animation where he... So there's this, some king of Atlantis, and he needs, like, uh, there's a fire, and he has to put it out. So who does he contact? Uh, the underwear, underwear firefighter, John Waltz. Mm -hmm. <laughs> so John Waltz starts, like, swimming through the water, and then he uh, puts out the fire, and then he destroys all of Atlantis. He puts out the fire by, like, breaking the glass dome around. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. That's right. <laughs> okay, I remember that. Yeah, so there's a glass dome around Atlantis, and, he yeah, he puts out the fire by, yeah, destroying Atlantis, which I thought was amazing. And John, he loved that animation. Mm -hmm. He was all about it. Like, I thought he was going to kind of, like, hate me for it, but he, I think he loved it. Constantly subverting everything you think people are going to think. Like, I wasn't trying to, like, piss him off with that either. This is the weird thing. I'm not trying, like, in any of these things that me or you did, we weren't trying to be, like, dicks to these people. Mm -hmm. We just thought it was kind of funny. Mm -hmm. It's kind of like how South Park does it. Like, okay, South Park might be being dicks to people, but it's, like, showing John as a drunk. I mean, he would say he was a drunk. Mm -hmm. Showing Tim with a, with a joint, he's like, oh, yeah, that's me. <laughs> <laughs> if, it, if he didn't have a joint, I wouldn't have known who that was. Yeah. Kaya shooting herself, she loved that. <laughs> Perfect. Uh, cold Comfort. Mm -hmm. What can you tell me about that? That was a college project we did. Um, I we had to have, I at very least had to have been on something when we came up with the concept, but we storyboarded the whole idea in our heads, and then we. I did you actually draw out a storyboard of it? Yes, because at this point I was being super professional with things, mm -hmm. so I read a lot of books. Uh, about animation at this point. And so I had learned from my mistakes and how to do things better. And one of the main ways to do things better is to actually storyboard things out. Because mm -hmm. then you know what you need to do and you can also plan things better. So this book I read, it essentially was how to be a lazy animator. Uh, That's redundant. Which it's, it's actually more like how to be a smart animator. Uh-huh. Because what you want to do is you want to set up shots that tell something but don't require a lot of work. So an instance is you could do, do a shot of someone knocking at a door and have the whole character in view, have their arm coming back and going hitting it. And that's a very complicated shot because then you have to draw the whole background. You have to draw, you know, what the house looks like and everything like that. Or you could just draw, like, a, you know, the side view of a door, just like this rectangle and this... Uh, Fist and another rectangle, which is the arm, and just kind of have it go like back and forth, like a like a hammer almost. Yeah, and the opening shot to this is uh, that exact scene. It's a knock on the door. Is it? Uh, yeah. 
Really? Mm-hmm. Ah. So <laughs> I can't imagine why. I remember we came, how we came up with the. I think Nick Stewart was in the room too. We were just listening. We were like, "How are we going to name this this project?" And we're like, and someone came up with the idea of let's just put on a Pink Floyd album and it'll come to us. And at one point in in one of the songs, uh, "Wish You Were Here," uh, they say, "Cold comfort for pain." Um, That's for change. Sure, that then. Okay, maybe it's pain. No, change makes sense. Either way. Um, so we were just like cold comfort. That's it. We knew. Yep. It worked. Like our process worked perfectly. Yep. And this, this idea was actually, so I think we were definitely high when we came up with this and the way we credit it in the thing. So Nick Stewart was there. He's been on a few episodes, but, uh, you know, blah, 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 Nathan Pepin, Steve Meter in the room, Nick Stewart, because he was in the room. (laughs) He gave all credit is in the room. He gave so many ideas to the project, but they're all not used not yet not a single one was used because it's like we're like, okay so gonna do this and then nix is like okay what if we have like a firefighter and he goes in and then you know it's like a rainbow and he takes the hammer and, and it's like uh, what? <laughs> what that has nothing to do with anything <laughs> this makes it and, and also it take the project it make it five million times harder mm-hmm. yeah. but what was the story of this one anyway um, a clown, Jasper, right? Jasper the clown goes to a goes to a place and picks up an urn. Uh, drives back home, and then when he gets home, uh, wait, what hap- What does happen? Is that he like? Does he do drugs right away? So, actually, I have this on my YouTube. I think. Okay. So so let's let's live commentary over this. Okay. And there'll be a link in the description. Didn't you? Did you score this? Yeah, I made all the music. All right. There's a guy standing with an urn. Opens the door. You can hear him walking. There's no movement except him blinking. Fucking flawless. Oh, he's getting closer to the camera. Oh, now he's smoking something. He's in some like dingy place. Wasn't he just like in like a church? smoking. It zooms out on the urn. Smoke surrounds. The urn flips upside down. The cover pops off. Out comes a baby version of the clown. His umbilical cord attached. It snaps. He's falling through the ground, through the air, through a cloud. Now he's the full-grown adult again. There's a pink background. He's falling, falling. An apple with tacks in it is swirling around. Oh, it explodes out. Oh, it's spinning and it blows up. Out of the explosion comes a tree with a... It looks like a Christmas tree, but it's a rocket ship. Oh, yep. Oh, it's flying in behind him. There's a banana on top. And there it goes. I think it's barbed wire, like... Uh, uh, there's a dinosaur and some weird little things. He falls into a toaster and pops out of the toaster as a waffle with the, with the clown face still on it. What the... Okay, now it zooms into the eye, zooming out from the eye. He's spinning around. There's a bunch of zeros behind him. Oh, he's the hand of a clock. It's a centipede with tap shoes, a star with a giant mallet. He smacks the clock. The back of a chair. You see a lot of the same images you saw before. There's the centipede. There's a bee with nine eyes. You hear a beep every once in a while, and then it moves to somebody else. 
supposed to wear out his face now, or the uh, waffle. Oh, he doesn't like the tack apple. Oh, or he does. It zooms in on his mouth. He's smiling. Now it's spinning uncontrollably. Oh, tilting to the left, tilting to the right, the back of the chair. You see all of these images passing by quickly as he's spinning around and around in a circle. Faster and faster. Spinning, spinning, spinning. Oh, my God. And then he goes flying out of the chair. He's now falling. Falling. Through fire. He turns to ash, falls into the urn that he came from in the first place. It's tipped over. And then he snorts the fucking ashes, turns to the camera, and bleeding from the eye, he smiles. Fade to black. <laughs> Idea by Nathan Pepin and Steven Meter. In the room. No, Nick Stewart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Huh. That just said I did the storyboard. Yeah, did you do storyboard? Apparently. Huh. And a big thanks <laughs> for Jasper. And a big thank for Jasper the Clown. <laughs> wow. Oh my god. We just fucking shoutcasted that whole thing. Oh shit. Uh, so the full animation link will be in the description. It's on YouTube, so definitely check it out there. Highly suggested. But uh, yeah, so part of the thing with that was, I think one of the big ideas was tack apples. Number one. For yeah, I think that was a you thing though. Oh, what was it? Well, you're the one who puts tax in apples. I don't do that anymore. Did I do that? Yes. Why? I don't know. Was it funny? You thought it was funny. <laughs> oh my god, that's hilarious. <laughs> <laughs> I, it's it's. Uh, I hate this thing because sometimes I look back at old Nate and and think he's funnier. <laughs> like like I did that. Oh my god, that's so genius. We've done tons of other projects, a lot of musical ones. Um, you helped me produce multiple albums. Um, most noticeably, the one on SoundCloud.com slash meter. I have a full album on there. Jamais vu. Jamais vu. Um, and then we did. We had a concept album for traveling around the world that you did all of the um, all of the music for, and then I didn't do all of the lyrics for. Um, and then we did, uh, we did all the rap battle stuff, which we've talked about that. That was all for face punch. Yeah. yeah. It, it's like, I wish that concept album worked out cause I have some good songs in there. Mm -hmm. I mean, at least there's a couple good backings. So like there's the Antarctica one, mm -hmm. which that music actually thinks really good. Mm -hmm. Like if I could, I could probably sell that beat actually. We wrote, like I did write the lyrics for almost all of them. Did you? Yeah, and I gave them to you. I, we just never actually recorded the lyrics on uh, the music. Yeah. Okay. I, I know I did. There's a couple I did that were uh, recorded. Uh, this is a place full of lice and cat. And then I did. Was that France? I did the rap for Antarctica. You didn't do that rap. Yeah, I did. No, there wasn't a rap. Yeah, there was. I mean, there was supposed to be a rap, but I don't think it was ever recorded. It was completely written. The whole thing was written, and I think we had a rough version of it recorded. I don't think so, because I never had it. Because I, I looked through all the files. I didn't. Mm -hmm. All I found was the. Like, we had the. Cor I did the chorus. It was like, black and white, it doesn't matter. I know you had the, the, the lyrics. It stuff. was written. Maybe but, we didn't record it, but. Because there's a whole thing that you're doing with the. 
I know with the rap where it was something about like penguin. It's all about all about penguins, mm-hmm. and it makes it sound like it's sound about race and stuff like black and white and everything like that. But well, it makes it sound like like about depression. Or I used to ask people, I'm like, listen to the all of these lyrics and what are the what is it, what is it, what is this song about? People are would come up with all sorts of things, and then at the end, I'm like, no, it's about penguins, and it blew their fucking mind because yeah. it does not sound like it's about penguins until it sounds like it's about penguins. <laughs> Um, we did, uh, do you remember the Britain one? Cause I wrote the, all the lyrics for that one. It was about having tea with the queen. I had tea with the queen or something like that. I, I remember that one. I don't remember the details. We also had the whole drug album planned. Oh, before we, we okay. do need to talk about the drug okay. album, but we talked about, uh, I remember in the thing with the queen, they, the, per, the storyline was they started out outside of the palace then somehow they get into the palace and they have tea with the queen and then they end up fucking the queen. I distinctly remember having sex with the queen. Ooh, that sounds pretty hot. And I don't know where the lyrics are, but they're probably in a folder. Yeah, I can probably find them at some point. I think that they were all like all the whole album was pretty much done. It's just we never recorded the actual lyrics being sung because neither Mm. of us can sing. No. Well, I had this one idea for like a... Uh, I think it was Russia. The Russian song was supposed to be like a, like a soft, somber kind of like, but like emotional singing. I think the idea was to juxtapose like the actual culture of the people with what was yeah. actually there, which was the whole point of having Antarctica be a rap. Mm. And then we had Mexico. Uh, Mexico, there's no lyrics, but that's like a super crazy. It was like techno, right? Yeah, techno. And I think that's one of my best songs, I have to say. It, it's, I don't know, I think it's really good. It's very crazy with the time signatures. But uh, there's also uh, France. Yeah, it was France. So that's the one I was talking about earlier. In France, it's like a country rock kind of thing, blues. And just raspy, crappy singing on my side. But lots of guitar solo, so that's where it counts. That's all Oh my god. Like, I would just be in a band to play guitar solos. That, mm-hmm. that, that's all I'm about. I mean, I'm not here for the band. I'm here for... The, but we yeah. ran into the same issue with the drug album, is that neither of us could sing any of the actual songs. The problem with the drug album, too, is you can't get people to sing about drugs mm-hmm. very easily. We're just going to have to sit down one day. We're going to have to take... We're going to literally have to set aside six hours, and I'm going to have to sing the songs. <laughs> and it's going to be what it is. But we're going to make it work, and I'll be able to do it. I'll make it happen. Some of the drug songs are so clever in their their lyrics, too. And we'll probably have to tweak the lyrics a little. We did that in high school. I know we did. That's why we're going to have to tweak the the lyrics a little bit. Down in the basement, lots of grass, two good stoners, smoke some hash. Mm -hmm. Oh, my God. The the frosty one you did? That one's prime. That one's okay. No. I probably won't like any of them anymore because that's how I look at my art. It's it's like okay, you did a rap for one of my songs, um, Twinkle Twinkle Little Star mm-hmm. or Twinkle Star Twinkle, mm-hmm. and I think that rap okay the that, rap the, that, that concept was death metal Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. Well, it was like three different Twinkle Twinkle Little Star. It it, it was a concept song because it first starts out it's just like normal Twinkle Little Star kind of, you know. but then it goes into death metal and then it goes into like a funky rap mm-hmm. and then it goes back into. Uh, the 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 uh, classical kind of thing, mm-hmm. which I shouldn't have done because it 
I was trying to like do, do like a Bohemian Rhapsody sort of thing, mm-hmm. but it's like it was too slow at the end. It didn't need that mm-hmm. because it ended with the rap. I wish I had you rap and war my songs. We did. Uh, we've done so many projects, and there's probably some we're forgetting. Oh, d- d- definitely. There's probably some that we try to forget. <laughs> we did a lot of. Uh, I used to shoot video of you skateboarding. Yeah, I still have all of that. How good am I at skateboarding? Much better than me. <laughs> that's a, that, that's a compliment, I guess. <laughs> it's like with my skateboarding, I had one good aspect to it, which was my always. Like I had the best always in the school. Yeah, you were you would ollie over like two and a half, three decks. Yep, it's crazy. And it, you're it, you were good at manualing too. I was good at that. I wasn't good at kickflips. Mm-hmm. I could do them, but not very consistently. Mm-hmm. Like that that was just kind of the thing. But it's like uh, I remember what was it Nick Gary, uh, Nick, one of the Nicks. He, he was like super into skateboarding, and we decided to like skate one day together. I think there's more skating with Melcher, but I was there. And uh, it's it's like I ollied over something, and he's like, "Oh my god, that ollie's huge!" Mm-hmm. And he's really impressed with my ollie. Nice. So I felt nice. I want to tell a story about Melcher sometime that Ooh. I'm remembering right now. I don't think we've told it before. I think this is something that we should discuss at some point. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I mean, you know, what is discussing, but uh, you know. Uh, having intercourse through excuse verbal- me <laughs> through verbal exchange. I think it's called. I think it's discourse. No intercourse. I, I d- think d- Nate, we need to talk. <laughs> this is Supernaut. This is Forrest. This is Nate. This is Unqualified Networks. Unqualified, unprepared, and unafraid to say what we think. You can find more at podcastnh.com. 